Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Carving It Up Live right here on Facebook Live, YouTube, and on Twitter. As always, I'm Bryson Carver, and it probably would have been more appropriate for me to say good afternoon uh, because we have an absolutely packed show on this noon uh, here Eastern Time. Uh, good morning to all those on the West Coast. It is the Carving It Up 2022 year-end special. So what we're going to be doing today is recapping all of the best athletes in sports this year. Uh, wrecking the best moments in sports, my at least my best moments in sports this year. So it's my top 10. Uh, and at the end of the show, wrecking the best uh, moments of the show in 2022. Uh, I actually got this idea from uh, my grid teammate, Barry Grant Jr. Shout out to him uh, once again, because, I mean, listen, this, he's he's the idea guy. Uh, he, he He's come up with stuff that we use on the show before. I've come up with stuff that he's used on all events. It's, it's, it's a it's a great partnership here on The Grid. Speaking of The Grid, a teammate of ours, Patrick Brown, who was on the show yesterday. Shout out to Patrick Brown, the host of the Chaotic Sports Podcast. He says, congrats on the Vols Bowl win. Well, thank you for saying that, Patrick. First of all, thank you for the comment. Thank you for stopping by. Uh, same goes to everybody out there. But I just before I even get into any sports, can we just take a moment to sit back and realize that my University of Tennessee volunteers, after essentially two decades of futility, embarrassment, and mediocrity, our Orange Bowl champions finished 11-2. and two. We did that last night, folks, against a team that's won two of the last, what, six or seven national championships? A team that's you know has been on the cusp for a while about possibly being a dynasty, dare I say. And with our backup quarterback, who is going to be our starting quarterback next year, Joe Milton, without our number one and number two wide receivers in Jalen Hyatt and Cedric Tillman, which those guys, the absolute best in the National Football League. And thank you uh, to, to those guys for what they did at the University of Tennessee. Without our starting linebacker, Jeremy Banks, uh, to, uh, to, 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 you know, anchor the defense. Didn't help us against South Carolina, him being gone. But against another team in the state of South Carolina, Clemson, we took care of business. Patrick Brown says Rocky Top is about to be played. I I, I forgot my speaker, so I unfortunately no Rocky Top today. I, sh I should have brought it and played it in the background. Uh, there, there is a point in the show, though, Patrick, to everybody listening, you will hear Rocky Top at some point uh, in this show. So definitely definitely uh, get a look out for that. But for my Vols to beat Clemson 31-14, to 
Josh Heupel, the head coach, talked about after the game, beating three of the last four national champions this season, beating Alabama, beating LSU badly in Baton Rouge, and then beating Clemson to cap off a an unforgettable season. If you'd have told me this season, because I, I said nine and three for my balls this season, I felt like I was going out on a limb. I felt like I was like, oh man, I, I may be pushed this a little bit. 11 and two. At one point, we were number one ranked in the country. Uh, we should have had a Heisman finalist in Hendon Hooker. He absolutely should have gotten an invite to New York. There's no question about that. But hey, listen, he, he, he's going he's gonna to do his thing in the NFL. There's no doubt. But uh, amazing season for my balls. Shout out to Coach Josh Heupel and the entire football program, entire athletic program, because as as we as, as, as folks say in Knoxville, Tennessee's not a football school, a basketball school. No, no, no. Forget all that. We're the everything school. Okay, football's great. Men's and women's basketball are both elite. Uh, you've got uh, baseball, softball. We're, we're back. Okay, the balls are back. Then the balls ain't going nowhere. So get get used to some big orange, uh, you know, Get, get used to, as, as the late, great John Ward once said in 1999, get used to national champions being clad in orange and white. So, very excited for my balls. What a way to finish the season. What a way to finish a calendar year. And what a year it was in the world of sports. Before I get to sports, I want to talk about sort of, not necessarily recapping the year as a whole, because we all have different experiences in 2022, as is the case every calendar year. For me. Um, and sorry, it looks like we're having a little bit of connection issues here, so hopefully we can get those uh, resolved as soon as possible. But for me, this year, 2022, was kind of a little bit like a transition year. Uh, I graduated high school, uh, which you know certainly caused some uh, some weirdness in my schedule with my fresh first semester, at least in my freshman year in college. Uh, you know, dealing with uh, different schedules. Uh, a lot of times, I wasn't able to do my show live, which I hated so much. I love doing the show live at six Eastern, three Pacific time, three days a week uh, to talk about all things going on in the sports and to interact with you, the listener and uh, the viewer. But you know, sort of being able to what this year has taught me is all about balance, being able to balance work, being able to balance school and and doing the show, extracurricular activities. Um, and it's taught me about time management. It has taught me about uh, you know dealing with certain things in some instances. And I, I know some psychologists say this is either impossible or unhealthy or both, but being able to multitask to a certain degree, um, yeah, it's definitely taught me a lot. And I, I can say without a question that, since New Year's Day 2022 to New Year's Eve 2022, uh, I can say that I've, I've I've grown a lot as a human being. And, you know, I, I think that's that's the goal for all of us as people is, you know, y- you want to be a different person, not, not necessarily at your core beliefs, your core values, and what you hold near and dear to your heart necessarily, but being able to grow as, as people, right? Building relationships. Um you know, being able to to impact people, to to have a positive uh, impact on their lives. I think ultimately, at the end of the day, that's that's what we were put on this earth to do: is to love people, to uh, to have community with people, and you know, to, to use the talents that that God has gifted us to 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 help other people. And you know, listen, I don't know if if my I guess my talent is 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 blabbering behind a mic. Maybe that'll help somebody one day, hopefully. So, but uh, you know, I mean, listen, twenty twenty two was. It was a good one. I mean, you know, for me personally, it was it was certainly a, a year uh, a year to remember. Just things going with, with my personal life. Uh, I mean, it's, it's fair to say my teams that I root for, for the most part, had a pretty darn successful 2022, which I'm very excited to say. And this show, Carving It Up Live, we joined The Grid in September of 2022. That's something that, uh, obviously, Barry Grant Jr., Mike Guida, the founders of The Grid, shout out to both of those guys. Um, Obviously, Patrick Brown, you saw a comment there. Uh, 
uh, Alfred Parsar Jr. from the Rocket Field Jets podcast, the Cowboys Camp Fan podcast, everybody involved with the grid. We, we've kind of been we've been working on this thing for like a good year and a half, and so but to be able to actually see it uh, come to fruition to try and, and build this thing from the ground up using each and every one of our skills has been really exciting to be a part of uh, of guys that I consider like my my older brothers and. Uh, it's been an unbelievable experience. So, and by the way, let me use this opportunity to give a little plug to the grid. Subscribe on YouTube and listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcasts uh, on the grid. Uh, and, and for the streaming audience, here we go. Here's the logo, the grid logo. But uh, you know, being able to to help do my part in building that network has been very exciting. I, I cannot wait our first full year of the grid in 2023 to see what we're able to do uh, and build this thing hopefully in the right direction. So. Yeah, 2022 is a good one, and as far as 2023, this this upcoming 365 days we have ahead of us starting tomorrow, sort of my mindset and my goal, because it's not that I don't believe in New Year's resolutions, it's just that I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. I, I think that they are... They can oftentimes be a little shallow. You hear a lot of the same ones. Obviously, we see gym memberships go up, and obviously, we we buy certain foods different. There, there's all types of different things, and the, the ultimately at the end of the day, starting a habit January first, it feels disingenuous at times. It can be at times a little rigid, and we all know New Year's resolutions often go to die around around a week before Super Bowl Sunday. If you're able to survive uh, up until Super Bowl weekend, it's that's that's what's going to get you in the end. That, that, that is what's going to get you in the end because of, you know, listen, we got the foods, we got football, we're sitting on our couches for pretty much five and a half hours. So that's it, it's going to get you at some point. But what I think I'm doing for this, this new year, and I, I would certainly encourage all of you out there watching or listening to do the same, is to have a theme word. Like, what's your theme word for this upcoming year? I'll give you mine. My theme word for 2023 is intentionality. Intentionality. Basically, every single decision that I make, whether it's what I say, what my actions are, what my uh, my work ethic is, all of those different things compounded into one, I want there to be intention behind it. I don't want to just – I'm not – I'm very much an oldest child type personality, right? I'm, I'm not a fly-by-the-seat-of-my-pants type of guy. I'm, I'm not somebody who just does stuff just to do stuff. Um, but trying to improve upon that, um, I, I can also, you know, throw in the word discipline in there. Um, I, I think that's, that's something that certainly I can do better on. I think, uh, you know, maybe, maybe some out there listening, if, if you're watching, listening, maybe you can relate to that. And that, that's, that's kind of a good, be my, my mantra, my, my word going into 2023 is like, you know, be intentional about every decision you make with, with sort of this new chapter in my life, starting college, continuing to, bro- to, to build, carving it up live and, and, you know, hopefully you know, whatever my career paths are down the road, being intentional by every decision I make, be able to uh, hopefully get the opportunity to think about in the moment or or pray about. I, I'm, I'm, I've been very you know vocal about the fact that I am a Christian, and um, just, you know, being in the Word, being uh, being very attentive to to whatever I feel like God is telling me to do. And so that's that's kind of my mantra. That's kind of my my mindset going into 2023. And yeah, intentionality. You, you may hear that word more than you would care to. In future shows, I apologize in advance, but that's that's kind of where I'm at uh, as we go into this new year. Patrick Brown, that's very nice of you, Patrick. He says, the, your gifts and knowledge inspires all of us. Salute and keep the podcast game moving forward. That really means a lot to me, Patrick. I appreciate you. I appreciate your friendship. Uh, we talk all the time. We had you on the show yesterday. 
Uh, we talk all the time uh, you know, during the week about sports, about life, about pop culture. Uh, so I appreciate you as well. You, you've got an outstanding podcast. The way that you've grown in the last three months, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think you started your show in September. It's now December 31st. And, and the being able to find your voice, being able to find sort of your niche with your podcast, understanding what works for you, what, what you're good at, uh, hats off to you, my friend. You, you've done an outstanding job. Um, so, so yeah, we, we've got an absolutely packed show. So again, looking to get as, as uh, you know, some of these files in some of my, uh, videos I'm going to have for later on the show. I think we're going to be, uh, on tap for a pretty, pretty loaded, uh, new year's Eve special. So, uh, right off the bat, we had a lot of great athletes in 2022. There is no question about that. Uh, champions both on and off the court, the floor, uh, you know, off the court, the floor, that's the same thing. Off the, on and off the court, the field, the diamond, all of them. All, all the sports playing services, all of them. Um, you know, it, it's been outstanding to watch some of these incredible uh, athletes do their thing. So without further ado, here are my top 10 athletes of 2022. Number 10. On my list of the top 10 athletes of 2022, number 10 is... Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is number 10 on this list. Uh, what a remarkable 2022 he's had. Obviously, being the winning quarterback, if nothing else, in one of the greatest NFL games that we've ever seen. You talk about the ability to move outside the pocket to make amazing throws, uh, you know, using incredible arm talent, the arm angles that he he makes uh, to, to, to make some of these incredible throws down the field. And, and you know, sometimes off script, sometimes you're, you're, you're like, say you're in that coach mindset, you're like, no, 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 no. Okay, well, good job, Patrick. Good throw. Good throw. I can't can't hate what you're doing there, right? Patrick Mahomes, absolutely number 10 on this list, being able to not only take his his Chiefs back to a fourth consecutive AFC title game, which, of course, he ended up losing to the Cincinnati Bengals, but coming back after losing Tyree Kill, one of the three best wide receivers in all of football, to come back in 2022. And as we sit here today, folks, he's, he's, he's the front runner to win this year's MVP award in the 2022 NFL season, which would be his second. Patrick Mahomes has had a remarkable 2022, and he is number 10 on my list. Number nine is Luka Doncic of the Dallas Mavericks. Luka Doncic is number nine on my top 10 athletes of 2022. Uh, basically, coming back, he had never won a playoff series at this point. The Mavericks hadn't won a playoff series since they won the NBA title all the way back in 2011, led by, of course, Dirk Nowitzki, future Hall of Famer. But when you talk about Luka, coming the NBA, what was he, 18, 19 years old? We're like, ah, we, we don't know about this kid. But he's, you know, in the top five in scoring every year. A year ago, he almost averaged a triple-double, almost pulled a Westbrook slash Oscar Robertson there. Being able to come back in 2022 after getting bounced the first round the previous two years by the Clippers to come back, lead the Mavs to an upset win over the Utah Jazz. Then to lead a massive upset over the number one seed, the best record in the NBA, Phoenix Suns, uh, being down two games to nothing, leading his team back, coming back to win the series. Uh, it was outstanding to get the Dallas Mavericks to the Western Conference Finals for the first time in 11 years, where, of course, they end up falling to, to the uh, defending champ. It ended up being the defending champion, Golden State Warriors, my Golden State Warriors. But uh, hats off to Luka Doncic on a remarkable season, a remarkable 2022. And once again, you know, just earlier this week, all he did was drop 60, 21, and 10, and it's either first or second right now 
in that NBA MVP race. He was my preseason pick, and he's got just as good of a chance as anybody to come home with MVP honors. He is at number nine. My number eight athlete of my top 10 athletes of 2022, it is Bryce Harper of the Philadelphia Phillies. Shout out to a fellow Bryce. Uh, again, he signed in 2019 to a massive contract. You know, multi-year deal, uh, uh, double-digit year deal. It's it's like, uh, I don't know about this, right? But, you know, Bryce, he's won MVPs, hasn't been all that successful in the playoffs. That all changed this year. To get the Philadelphia Phillies to the sixth seed in the loaded National League. And, folks, a year ago, Philly would not have even been in the playoffs because of the different playoff format. Taking advantage of the opportunity that was handed to him, he got hurt midseason, and we, we wrote the Phillies off for dead. But to come back in 2022 to be able to, to lead the Phillies to the World Series for the first time since 2009 and in, in the playoffs to bat 349 with six home runs and was it 13 RBIs. And you can't say enough about Bryce Harper and the job that he did uh, for the Phillies this season to get them to the World Series. Now, thankfully, thankfully, because I do not I do not like the city of Philadelphia. Maybe I'll work on that in 2022. Sorry, 2023. We'll see. But I do not like the city of Philadelphia. So they thankfully fell in the World Series. Had they won, Bryce would have been higher on the list. But NLCS MVP hit the go-ahead homer in Game 5 to get them there. Uh, Bryce Harper was absolutely phenomenal this season and was at his best when his best was required, and that is obviously in October, getting the Phillies to the World Series. Bryce Harper is my number eight athlete of 2022. Let's move to number seven. We got our first champion on the list. It is Aaron Donald of the Los Angeles Rams. He is the most dominant player without a question still in the NFL when healthy and was without a shadow of a doubt in that Super Bowl run and Super Bowl 57 in particular, the most dominant best player on the Los Angeles Rams. The game completely flipped. Remember, Cincinnati's up early in the third quarter, early in the second half. Matthew Stafford throws a bad pick, and we're like, uh-oh. Oh, the Bengals may have the momentum. Aaron Donald made huge plays on that drive and was all over Joe Burrow the rest of the game, constantly getting pressure. He was unblockable. You can you can try to to you know to stop him with, with one guy. You can try and double team him. You can even try and triple team him, which the Bengals did at times, which freed it up for Von Millard and Leonard Floyd at times. You can't stop this man. He is without question going to be in the argument by the time his career is over for the greatest defensive player of all time. They still think it's LT. I still think Lawrence Taylor is the last defensive player to win an MVP award back in the 80s with the New York Giants. But when you talk about the accomplishments of this man and the one thing that was not on his resume that most of the all-time great defensive players have, like the Pantheon, Mount Rushmore guys, did not have a Super Bowl. Well, he crossed that check. He, 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 he crossed that off his list emphatically in Super Bowl 57 when the Rams, I'm sorry, 50, was it Super Bowl 50, it's 56, I'm sorry, Super Bowl 56, my bad, uh, for the Los Angeles Rams uh, to defeat the Cincinnati Bengals in the Super Bowl. Aaron Donald, in Super Bowl 56, he was dominant. Aaron Donald is my seventh best athlete of 2022. But his teammate is a spot above him. At number six, it is my twin, Cooper Cup. Won the Super Bowl MVP for the Los Angeles Rams. Obviously, he finished a year ago with the triple crown in a single season, which has not been done since Jerry Rice back a long time ago, the greatest receiver of all time. And an argument can be made that Cooper Cup had the greatest season that any receivers had in the incredible history of the incredible century-long history of the National Football League, legally in catches, yards, touchdowns. Six touchdown catches in four games in the playoffs. He obviously made the huge play at the end of the game against Tampa Bay. Uh, single coverage over the top. Stafford hit him with a beautiful go ball. 
makes the catch, gets them into field goal range. They walk it off. Was amazing in the NFC title game. Had over 100 yards. And then in the Super Bowl, again, being at your best when your best is required. Matthew Stafford, safe to say, was force-feeding this man. Matter of fact, Matt Stafford had so much confidence in number 10, he was no looking him. He's like, I already know he's there. I'm just going to throw it. There's no need of me even looking because I know he's going to catch. I know he's going to make a play. And he obviously caught the game-winning touchdown the Super Bowl. You can't win Super Bowl MVP, catch the game-winning touchdown the Super Bowl, and me not put you on this list. Props Cooper Cup. Obviously, it's been a disappointing season this year for the Rams. A lot of injuries certainly uh, came coming nowhere near, uh, you know, the, the opportunity to to defend their Super Bowl crown, but no question about it. Cooper Cup, just outside the top five, is my number six athlete of 2022. Moving on to the top five, at number five, it is a guy for a team that I have never loved and never will love, but I got to show him love on this New Year's Eve because they had a remarkable calendar year, and that is Aaron Judge of the New York Yankees. Broke the American League single-season home run record in 2022, and not only did that, to make the story even better, did it in a contract year. All the pressure on Mr. Judge. All rise, as they say, in the Bronx. But to come into spring training, for the Yankees give him a good offer, not fair and judge, but a solid offer. And for him to say, essentially, you are lowballing me. I am the best player on the New York Yankees. That should count for something. I have helped you get to the postseason time and time again since I first won Rookie of the Year back in 2017. I mean, what, what more do you want me to do? And not only the home run record, but changing his mechanics. He changed his swing, and because of that, for the first season's career, he also bat over 300, which in today's Major League Baseball is not as common as it used to be. And he was up and up until that point, he was in the running for the Triple Crown. So Aaron Judge, a remarkable 2022, the American League MVP, more than deserving. The only reason he's not higher than five is because of the postseason he did struggle. In the American League Championship Series, he only had one hit. So, I mean, they're, they're, you know, still a 2022, 62 bombs, breaking Roger Maris's record. Uh, he's not, sorry for, for, for those out there who call him the home run champ. He's not the single season home run champ. It's still Barry Bonds, but nevertheless, a remarkable season by the great Aaron Judge, and finishes the year quite well, getting a big, fat contract by the New York Yankees for nine years. Moving on to number four, this might be the most controversial one on my list, but it's a guy that I've been high on since the beginning, and it's Jason Tatum of the Boston Celtics. He's at number four on my list. He led the Celtics to the NBA Finals and is an MVP candidate this year, I would argue, the front runner for the Most Valuable Player Award. Let me just get this straight about Jason Tatum. So, Boston is the two seed in the loaded Eastern Conference. To get to the NBA Finals, Jason Tatum beat Kevin Durant. No, he beat him. Swept him and outplayed him. Round two beats Giannis, who was at the time the defending Finals MVP and arguably the best player in the world, outplaying him in that pivotal game six on the road. Knocking the, the defending champs off in Game 7, beating the Bucks, albeit shorthandedly, but that is still Giannis Antetokounmpo in the Eastern Conference Finals, knocking off the number one seed, Miami Heat. And then the NBA Finals, he obviously had a, a, a below-par NBA Finals. There's no question about it against my Golden State Warriors. But is there really all that shame losing to a team that the only guy that has beat them in the Finals when healthy is LeBron James? Is it... Is it all that shameful to lose to the greatest dynasty in NBA history outside of the 90s Chicago Bulls? I mean, took them six games. 
He will improve off of last year's finals. Make no mistake about it. Boston certainly, once again, has a great shot to get there. But to beat KD, Giannis, and the number one seed in the Eastern Conference to get to the finals, and then to push Golden State to six games, and now to be an MVP candidate this year, I would argue the front runner. Listen, you got to put some respect on Jason Tatum's name. He is the number four player on my top 10 athletes of 2022 list. We are now in the top three, and number three is a guy that I doubted heavily out of college, but boy, has this man proved me wrong. It is Joey Burrow. Joe Burrow, the quarterback of the Cincinnati Bengals, led the Bengals to their first Super Bowl since the 80s and is an MVP candidate this year. I would argue number three behind the likes of Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts. Joe Burrow is, without a shadow of a doubt, one of the three best quarterbacks in the National Football League. Two, last year, his second year in the NFL. It's remarkable. He had the worst offensive line in football beat the red-hot Las Vegas Raiders to get to the divisional round, beat the number one seed Tennessee Titans on the road, and then the most impressive win to beat the number 10 athlete on my list, Patrick Mahomes, and the Kansas City Chiefs, who were essentially un un unbeatable at home in Arrowhead Stadium, being down 18 points. Come back and win that football game to lead the Bengals to the Super Bowl. Didn't have a great Super Bowl in his defense. He was sacked seven of his last 22 dropbacks, so he didn't have a whole lot of time to throw the football. Let's keep the Bengals in it, at least, against a stacked Rams team. For it to come down to literally the last minute, that's up to Joe Burrow. And then once again this season, they started 0-2. We're starting to think, oh, is there a little Super Bowl hangover there? Absolutely not. The Bengals still have an outside shot, possibly, to get the number one seed in this year's playoffs. To beat 10-4, uh, uh, Joe Burrow playing his, his I'm sorry, 11-4, uh, my, my bad, and playing his best football down the stretch, uh, not turn the ball over, getting the ball to his amazing playmakers, Jamar Chase, Dee Higgins, and company. Uh, Joe Burrow is one of the remarkable talents we have in this league. And our giving can be made. He very well might be the second-best quarterback in the league behind Patrick Mahomes. And then he beat Patrick Mahomes and beat him three times in the calendar year. January 2nd, then January, I guess it was the 30th in the AFC title game. And then a few weeks ago, him in his house in Cincinnati, beat Patrick Mahomes. Joe Burrow is my number three athlete on my top 10 athletes of 2022. We're in the top two now. Number two, Lionel Messi of Argentina leading Argentina to their first World Cup title in decades. Uh, and this was really his crowning achievement, right? We were looking at, at Lionel Messi, may uh, refer to him as the GOAT. And, and, and we sort of looked at it, well, like, it's kind of like Aaron Donald to a certain degree. Is he the greatest defensive player ever? Well, that one thing that was missing from him, did not have a World Cup title. And to lead Argentina to, to this point, to the World Cup final, in what was the greatest World Cup final of all time, constant leadership, uh, still at the peak of his powers, even at his advanced age, uh, listen, the, 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 he's iconic. There's no question about it. So Lionel Messi, I don't think there's any shadow of a doubt, is the number two athlete of 2022. He was absolutely outstanding. And number one, folks, this is this, this is easy. This is easy. It is Wardell, Stefan, Curry, the second, who is now a four-time NBA champion, a two-time league MVP. He is now a finals MVP for the first time in his career. Long overdue. We've gotten it earlier. That's neither here nor there. But Steph Curry, just in the year of 2022, let's see. He won the All-Star MVP by scoring 50 points and shattering the All-Star record with 16 threes. He won an Oscar along with the great Shaquille O'Neal. He won the Western Conference Finals MVP 
first ever given out this year. He won the NBA Finals MVP, by the way, averaged 31 points against the Defensive Player of the Year in Marcus Smart. And to top it all off, finally got his number 30 retired at Davidson. Without question, one of the greatest March Madness players ever, that being Steph Curry. And this year, cemented himself as one of the 10 greatest to ever do it in the history of the National Basketball Association. Four titles, two NBA MVPs. One of them happened to be unanimous, by the way. Changed the way a sport is played. He's got a Finals MVP. He's got a Western Conference Finals MVP. He's got the record for most threes hit in NBA history. Most threes hit in the Finals. Most threes hit in the postseason. What more can you say about this man? Time and time again, he did it to the Nuggets, to the Grizzlies, to the Mavericks, and finally, to the Boston Celtics. Put him to sleep. Night-night. Steph Curry is my number one athlete of 20. 22. Mm. That was that was fun to watch, folks. That was, again, the, when, when I say I was overjoyed with the fact that my Warriors took home the crown, finally brought an NBA championship uh, back after a, a little bit of a drought, considering the injuries, considering everything, all the people that wrote us off. It was, uh, oh, whoops, Aaron Donald there. Oh, there we go. Uh, to, to, to win this title as a Warriors fan, to say it was gratifying. Is uh, is an understatement. It is is a, is a massive understatement to say that uh, winning this NBA championship was uh was pretty awesome. So when we talk about the great athletes, there, there's got to be great moments in sports, right? We talk about you know all the great sports movies that have been made, and there were moments this season or this year in sports that almost felt like movies, just with the drama, the anxiety that came with them. And in some cases, you know, it made you emotional, right? Brought you happy tears, brought you uh, tears of joy, and in my case, on some of them. Uh, and for some, maybe it wasn't all that exciting. Maybe your team fell in a championship to that. I understand the feeling. It sucks. I'm sorry to hear that, unless you're Philadelphia, of course. But just great players having great moments, both current and former, and, and the returns of, of some great players back to action uh, and certainly some titles, of course, being won in the year 2022. So uh, let, let me get the background music set up just super fast for, um, for, this, uh, for this list. Let's see. There we go. Get the background music ready. Okay, I think we've I think we've got it ready to go for get 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 a little more intense for this list. The most exciting moments, the best moments of 2022 in the world of sports. Start the very intense background music. Here we go. My number 10 best moment of 2022 in sports, Clay Thompson after 941 days away from the game that he loves, basketball. Multi-time All-Star, multi-time champion, finally made his return to the court, to the Golden State Warriors. Take a listen. He's back! And now, in his 11th NBA season, out of Washington State University, number 11, Clay Thompson! Clay down the lane. We'll put it up and in. See the hand time too? Told you. First shot. Wide pin down. Just turned the corner. Jared Allen on a switch. He went to reach. And Clay down the lane. 
Yeah, safe to say that Clay Thompson was healthy on that particular evening on January the 9th of this year. To come back after over 900 days missed, he hit, I think it was three three-pointers. He had a mid-range in there. He hit his first shot of the night. The whole place was going crazy. Obviously, his intro there was, was as hype as it gets. And then the second quarter against the Cleveland Cavaliers, who are the biggest team in the NBA. You got Jared Allen at the time. They had Laurie Markkinen. He dunked on everybody. Clay Thompson, who's, I mean, 6'7", you know, he's, he's no scrub in terms of height, but to come off two major injuries, the ACL, the Achilles, and to yam it on seven footers? Oh, my goodness. And you saw Steph in the background. He was losing his mind. He was going crazy. Clay Thompson's return, no question, the number 10 moment on my list. And by the way, safe to say, uh, it was made even better because of the fact that he capped it off with another ring, his fourth ring of his NBA career. And after a slow start this season, by the way, he's gotten back on track. So Clay Thompson, hats off. He is on. Uh, he is my tenth greatest moment. His return is my number ten moment uh, of 2022. Moving to the number nine moment in sports of 2022, Albert Pujols joins an exclusive club by hitting his 700th home run of his illustrious career, the final season of his career. Take a listen. What a way to essentially end his career. Albert Pujols, one of the greatest players of all time. There's no question he will occupy a spot in Cooperstown one day. Um, to join the 700 home run club, folks, is a big, big, big deal. He joins a group of Barry Bonds, Hank Aaron, and Babe Ruth, who some argue is the greatest baseball player of all time, to occupy that very exclusive club, Seven. 100 homers and it you know as much as we were watching Aaron Judge see if Judge could get 62 we were equally as excited I mean it felt almost a little bit like 1998 Sammy Sosa Mark McGuire like okay who's gonna win the home run battle in this case it wasn't a battle between two guys but it was a battle of of history who can get to history and and, and thankfully for us the fans and for those two the, the individual players they both were able to get to uh that those incredible landmarks uh of 700 homers Patrick Brown, who, by the way, is a Cardinals fan, he said, watching Albert hit 700 was special and to make history in a St. Louis Cardinals uniform. Yeah, obviously, he was he was uh, with the Angels for a little while, got traded across town to the Dodgers last year. But to come back the last season of his career, by the way, was, was instrumental in the Cardinals winning the National League Central Division. So getting to the postseason, albeit they fell to the eventual National League champs, the Phillies. But what a remarkable season for Albert Pujols. And, and can I just say this? One of we've got a, a lot of amazing human beings in sports. Man, there's not a there's not that many I put ahead of Albert Pujols. Albert Pujols. I mean, the work that he's done overseas. He he won an ESPY this year for his incredible humanitarian efforts. Uh, just one one of the good guys. 
uh, in sports. It's someone that's so easy to root for. Uh, hats off to Albert Pujols. Uh, I am obviously not a Cardinals fan. I'm a Red Sox fan. But as a baseball fan, you always want to see history. And to see a guy, an amazing human being, and an all-time great player to make history. By the way, to do it in Dodger Stadium, to do it in iconic ballpark was amazing to see. Albert Pujols hitting 700 home runs is my number nine moment of 2022. Moving on to my number eight moment of 2022. It is a team that I don't care much for that is going to suit up today. The Georgia Bulldogs winning their first national title in four decades. Take a listen. Play clock at four. From the pocket. Launching downfield. Underthrown and intercepted. Kaylee Ringo has an escort down the sidelines. All the way to the end zone. And Georgia is going to conquer the Crimson Tide. And then the pick six to seal it. And one more play for the Georgia defense. Georgia on the mountaintop. Demons be gone, and the drought is over. National champions at long last. No question, one of the great accomplishments uh, of, of Georgia, the Georgia's athletic program. Kirby Smart to join in 2016 to come back, lead to Georgia, to, back to his alma mater, by the way, to lead Georgia to a national title. So many years of heartbreak, so many years of coming so close but coming up short. I know a lot of sports fans can certainly relate to that. As much as I do not like Georgia as a Tennessee fan, I cannot tell you how happy I was for those fans. I have never met a rival fan base that is as gracious, honest to God, as gracious and as kind and as friendly as Georgia's fan base is. So hats off to the fans and hats off to amazing uh, program. That is a defense that will go down as arguably one of the best in the history of college football. Although this year's Georgia defense will certainly have an argument uh, for that very thing, uh, for that very argument. So, man, what an amazing season for Georgia to fall short to Alabama in the SEC championship game, but then to come back in the big one, the national championship game, and to beat the number one at Crimson Tide. After Molly Whopping Michigan in the semifinal game, hats off to Georgia. Georgia Bulldogs winning the 2022 college football national title game is my number eight moment of 2022. My number seven greatest moment of 2022 in sports. It may be a little controversial for some, maybe for some purists out there, but me personally, I enjoyed watching it. And that is the Houston Astros finally breaking through, beating the Philadelphia Phillies to win the 2022 World Series. Take a listen. Castellanos. There goes the runner. Fly ball down the right field line. Tucker comes on. Kyle Tucker. This time they finish the job. The Houston Astros world champions. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You saw there at the end the great Dusty Baker being mobbed uh, by those in the dugout. For, finally for Dusty after so long. After so many years as an incredible manager uh, in, in Major League Baseball. Talk about all the teams that he's been around and to finally win a World Series title with the Houston Astros. And for the city of Houston, right, you, you have the elation and the excitement of finally winning your first ever World Series title back in 2017, only to find out two and a half years later, oh, it's an it's an illegitimate championship. They they cheated. There's the trash cans, and we, we don't have time to get into that today. But for those fans of Houston, after all they've had to hear about, um, and for the team, there's and listen, there's only four guys on that 2022 Astros squad that now there's only three uh, now that Justin Verlander went to the New York Mets, but there was four guys on the Astros roster who were on that 2017 team. I think it's Jose Altuve, Yuli Gurriel, Justin Verlander, and Alex Bregman were on that team. So too, essentially proves the world. Yes. You know, look, we cheated, although Houston didn't exactly admit that point is Houston cheated. But to keep their core together, uh, uh, you know, guys that they brought in through the farm system outside of Justin Verlander, of course, who they traded for. But to bring those guys in to deal with all the stuff that came around it, albeit they, it was, you know, their fault that this, you know, you know, occurred. But to tough, tough it out, to get through it, and, and to win a World Series title. And most importantly, I think even if, if you're still kind of bitter about what happened in 2017, I think we can all say it's exciting to see what Dusty Baker did uh, and finally winning his first World Series title. And uh, obviously, he was he was, he was was classic Dusty after the game. Uh, it, was, it was very, very exciting to see. Uh, and Patrick Brown agrees. He says, to see Dusty Baker finally get a ring, even more special. Yes, after so many years of... Of, of service to the game of baseball being, I mean, just, you know, kind of like Albert Pujols, just one of the class acts in the sport. I was amazed to see him finally get a World Series title. Astros winning the 2022 World Series is my seventh best moment of 2022. At number six, another historical moment, this one in Major League Baseball. I talked about the previous home run chase involving Albert Pujols getting to 700. This one possibly even slightly more noteworthy considering which record was broken? Aaron Judge hitting 62 home runs to break the great Roger Maris's record uh, and hold that for all time. The single season American League record for home runs this season. Here's the record breaker. Take a listen. High fly ball. You will never catch me dead wearing any Yankees gear, whether it be a hat, hoodie, jersey, t-shirt, whatever. But it is, I, I can honestly say as a Red Sox fan, Aaron Judge is the only Yankee that I've ever actually, I wouldn't say rooted for because I, I will never root for the Yankees, but I actually kind of like. Outside of Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter is the only other one that I could say that about. But to break this record that Roger Maris held for 61 years, it's, it's kind of poetic justice the Roger Maris hit 61 home runs in 1961, and then 61 years later, the record is broken by Aaron Judge, who hit 62 home runs. Uh, to do it in a Yankees uniform, again, as I talked about with Judge being on my top 10 athletes of the year, 
to do it uh, in a contract year. The pressure that comes with that, man, it, it, it doesn't get more intense than that. It doesn't get more storybook than that. So hats off to Aaron Judge. What a remarkable, historic season that he had. And uh, again, like I said earlier in the show, uh, safe to say he he got paid. Okay, that, that, man, that man made money off of those 62 bombs this year for the Yankees, and rightfully so. Aaron Judge hitting a record-breaking, American League record-breaking 62 home runs is my number uh, six moment of 2022. We are now in the top five. This is where it gets fun, folks. At my number five best sports moment of 2022, the Los Angeles Rams winning their second world championship, winning their second Super Bowl, and their first since arriving in the City of Angels against the Cincinnati Bengals. Take a listen. Pass. Got it. Touchdown. Burrow trying to keep it going. Gets spun down. Gets it away. And incomplete. It looked like P. Ryan might have had a shot to make the grab. But the Rams now running down to celebrate with a defensive play. And guess who? Guess of course. Who? I mean, you don't even have to think about it. Do not even have to think about it. Pointing to the ring finger. But the Rams were built to win the Super Bowl, and they have sealed the deal. There was many reasons I enjoyed seeing the Rams win this year's Super Bowl. Uh, again, a lot of it. There's a lot of good guys on that team. Andrew Whitworth, the man of the year last year, Walter Payton man of the year award, to go out with a championship was was outstanding for him. Hats off to an amazing career for Witty. Um, for, for guys like Cooper Cup, a guy who was doubted, you know, kind of mid-round draft pick, went to uh, some school in, in the state of Washington. Uh, I always call him my twin because, you know, Listen, to, to have an athlete that kind of looks like you at least a little bit is, is always exciting. But for Cooper Cup to win the Super Bowl MVP, for Aaron Donald, as you saw in that first uh, or that second clip, to to make the play on Joe Burrow to essentially save the game because Jamar Chase was running wide open down the field. If Burrow has a second longer to throw, Cincinnati possibly wins that football game if Aaron Donald does not, not make that play on fourth and one. And what I also loved about it for the Rams is I love teams that just go all in. I don't I don't like teams that are kind of just, you know, screwing around. What do we want to do? Are we going to rebuild? Are we going to be aggressive free agency? The Rams had a plan. And last year, they upgraded quarterback. They trade Jared Goff for Matthew Stafford. Upgrade. They go out and, and trade for Von Miller to add to their pass rush to go along with Aaron Donald. How big was Von Miller in the playoffs last year? And then to go get OBJ, Odell Beckham Jr., who was fantastic in the regular season, outstanding in the playoffs, and very well might have won Super Bowl MVP had he not torn his ACL in the first half the way that he was playing. Uh, obviously, it's come back to bite them in terms of a salary cap, loss of draft picks, things of that nature this year as they only have five wins in this 2022 season, and they have Baker Mayfield starting at quarterback. But, listen, I think if you ask anybody in that organization, Les Snead, the GM, Sean McVay, the coach, any of the players, uh, Stan Kroenke, the owner, they would tell you, more than worth it. You do whatever you can. You do whatever you can to put your team in position to go win a championship, and that is exactly what the Los Angeles Rams did in 2022, winning the Super Bowl. Hats off to the Rams on a remarkable season and winning the Super Bowl, although, unfortunately, they will not get an opportunity to defend their world title. And as great, but as great as that was, and it was phenomenal, it was not as great as my number four moment on the list. And it's number four, it's appropriate because it involves the number four. My fourth best moment of 2022 in the world of sports, 
was the not one, not two, not three, but four walk-off finishes in the NFL divisional round, the greatest weekend in the history of the National Football League, four of the greatest playoff games that we've seen. Take a listen to all four walk-off finishes. Harris, the snapper. Huber will hold it. 52-yarder sweeps the leg. McPherson, he's got it. Cincinnati wins. Kick was down the middle and good. 49ers win it. 30 yards to win the game. Matt Gape boots it through. And the Rams, by the hair of their skinny teeth team, wind up winning it. Three games so far, a walk-off field goal. Yes. All three. Yes. Looking to the end zone for the win. He caught it. Ball game. Chiefs to the championship game. It was unlike anything that I think any of us have ever seen. So Bengals upset Tennessee on a walk-off field goal. Niners, as I predicted, that was the only game I got right predicting that week. But Niners upset the one seed Green Bay Packers. Both one seeds went down the same day in the Tennessee Titans and the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Robbie Gold knocks it through to beat for the, for the 49ers to beat the Packers in a snowstorm. The next day, in a game that ended up we thought would possibly be Tom Brady's last of his career before he, of course, came back from retirement. But Matt Stafford, the Rams are up 27-3. I never said it was over because I know it's Tom Brady, but... Many out there were like, oh, this is a wrap. The Rams pretty much self-implode from there, and uh, it, it was a remarkable finish. Tampa Bay ties it, but then Stafford and Cup, incredible tandem last year in the playoffs, get down the field, uh, and Gay hits the walk-off field goal to send the Rams to the title game. And then a, uh, a few hours later, in what was the best game of the day, the best game of last season, arguably the, one of the greatest games in NFL history, Josh Allen of the Bills, Patrick Mahomes of the Chiefs, going back and forth, tooth and nail, Bills score a touchdown with 13 seconds left. We think it's over. Mahomes in 12 seconds goes down the field to get into field goal range. And then uh, uh, Harrison Butker hits the tying field goal. Chiefs get the ball in overtime. Mahomes goes down the field, hits the walk-off touchdown to Travis Kelsey to win the game and send the Chiefs to their fourth consecutive AFC title game. It was so notable, it actually got rules changed. It actually got rules changed uh, in overtime. That's how notable that it was. Uh, it, it was it was, it was was incredible. Uh, Patrick Brown in the comments, he says, Chiefs versus Bills was the best game of that weekend. I didn't want it to end, in all honesty. I completely and totally concur, Patrick. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It was it was unlike anything I've ever seen. Just the back and forth, the up and down. We think one team's won it, then we think the other team's won it. The playmakers in that game. Uh, and it wasn't, folks, it wasn't even like it was bad defense. It was just amazing throws by possibly the two best quarterbacks in the game today. 
going back and forth tooth and nail. It was, it was, it was just there's nothing else you could say about it other than the fact that it was it was remarkable. Moving on to the third best moment of 2022. It just happened a couple of weeks ago. Argentina winning the World Cup and what was the greatest World Cup final in history. Here's how it ended. Gonzalo Montiel can win the World Cup for Argentina with this kick. Argentina, but for Lionel Messi. A moment that cements his legacy as the greatest of all time, and a moment that will be in memory for not just him, but for Argentina and millions and billions around the world. A memory of a lifetime. Lionel Messi, World Cup champion. So in their first World Cup title since 1986, and what was uh, again, the greatest World Cup final, without a shadow of a doubt, uh, that we have ever seen. To, I mean, it, it goes back and forth. Argentina's up two in the 80th minute. We're thinking, ah, it's, it's over. Messi's going to get his first World Cup title. Good for him. And then Mbappe for France comes back with back-to-back goals and basically a two-minute span. It's tied to two. We're like, oh, my goodness. Then Messi, in extra time, hits a kick. We're like, oh, it's over now. Thir- three to Argentina. Mbappe comes back, ties the game. Forces it into penalty kicks, and uh, and then it was, it was won uh, by Argentina uh, there at the end. But it, it was the ultimate make your heart stop type of finish. Uh, and what was, by the way, a great World Cup. Obviously, America, uh, we, we were able to get out of the group stage, which I, I think ultimately was 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 kind of the the, the bar, the standard of what we were supposed to do uh, before we fell to the Netherlands. We'll be back, no mistake, in 2026 when we host the World Cup. But hats off to Argentina. Hats off, especially to Lionel Messi, for getting his first World Cup title uh, and submitting himself as the greatest of all time. This is where it gets fun now. Number two, my number two moment of 2022 in the beautiful world of sports. And it was such a beautiful game. It really was. My University of Tennessee volunteers for the first time since I was three years old finally knocked off the mighty Alabama Crimson Tide. And here's how it happened. Take a listen. Paxton Brooks to hold. Chase McGrath. For the win for the Volunteers. From 40. On the way, a knuckleball. He got it! And here they come. The kick heard round the state of Tennessee in all of college football. If you don't like college football and you watch this one, I'm not sure what your problem is. 52-49, Tennessee remains unbeaten. And even objectively speaking, I can say that it was the best game of the 2022 college football season. I again find me a game where there was more intensity. I mean, listen, that Big 12 title game was 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 very exciting. TCU, Kansas State, uh, but it didn't knock TCU out. It didn't lift them up any further. It was kind of just a, an extra game for TCU. This game, 
with the stakes, obviously in the SEC, it just means more, as we say. But for Alabama, Tennessee, for two, arguably the two best quarterbacks of the season last year, Bryce Young, the defending Heisman Trophy winner, potential number one pick in next year's draft, and my man Hendon Hooker, Hendo Cinco, dominating three over 300 yards passing, five touchdown passes, all five went to the GOAT. Number 11, Jalen Hyatt, who's going to be a first-round pick in the 2023 upcoming NFL draft. Hats off to those guys. Hats off to Chase McGrath, who, as they said during the broadcast on CBS, will never, and we need to make sure of that, never buy another meal in Knoxville, Tennessee, as long as he lives. Uh, USC transfer, by the way. Brew McCoy made the catch that got them into field goal range. And another USC transfer, Chase McGrath, made the walk-off kick to win the game for Tennessee over the Alabama Crimson Tide. Again, to say uh, to say the joy was there, I unfortunately was not at Neyland Stadium, but to tear down the goalposts, to throw it in the Tennessee River, I mean, it, it, it doesn't get better than that, ladies and gentlemen. Tennessee knocking off Alabama was my number two moment of 2022, and a remarkable moment it was. And to my number one moment, this is this. It's, it's easy. This it's easy. My Golden State Warriors winning their fourth NBA championship in the last eight years, and reminding the whole wide world and everybody out there who said that the run was over, we just now getting started. Fourth title in eight years. Take a listen. First, Steph Curry with his dad. The emotions just pouring out. It might be his fourth, but it means so much. All the sacrifice, all the work. Boy, these, these Warriors are ready to celebrate. And that'll do it. It's over. The Golden State Warriors return to a familiar place. They're on top of the NBA world. The fourth title in eight years. The Dubs dynasty is still very much alive. The 2022 Bill Russell NBA Finals MVP award goes to Stephen Curry. MVP, 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 MVP. Holy cannoli, this is crazy. Welcome back to the Warriors Invitational, baby. It's what we do. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They might as well just start calling the NBA Finals the Warriors Invitational, as you heard Draymond Green say there, because we made the finals six times in the last eight years, folks. That is 75% of the time. And make no mistake about it, my dubs won last night over the Portland Trailblazers. That's four consecutive Ws. When all y'all once again tried to write us off and dance in our graves, we ain't, we, we just get started. Back-to-back titles coming. And make no mistake about it, when, we, when I'm sitting here on New Year's Eve 2023, my Golden State Warriors will be back-to-back -back NBA champions to remind the world for Steph to finally get his finals MVP that he so desperately coveted. The fact that 
He should have gotten in 2015 and in 2018, in my opinion. Certainly 2015, uh, there's no question about it. Uh, but Steph, to get that finals MVP, the Warriors to remind the world, for Clay to come back after all that time missed to win a championship, Draymond was great in that game six and throughout the playoffs. Andrew Wiggins, who the NBA world ripped Golden State for trade for Andrew Wiggins. He's a bad basketball player, I heard word anal NBA analysts say. He comes in, and a strong argument can be made. He was the second-best player on the Warriors in that title uh, run in 2022. My Golden State Warriors winning the 2022 NBA Finals is my number one moment in sports in 2022. And I mean, I'm telling you, folks, I stayed up all night. It was, I mean, getting the, the, the footage together for, for the show the next day. That is the funnest show that I've ever done carving it up. I, I had Barry on the show. I had uh, John Rivera, Fan Perspective Podcast, had him on the show. Um, it was, I mean, yeah, I can't even, I can't even tell y'all. Of all the four championships, and the first one was special. To get that first one is always, is, is always, you know, the, the, the best feeling. But when the whole world writes you off, your team off, especially for some of those players writing them individually off, and you show the whole world, uh-uh, no, no, no. It's, we are going, our dynasty is going to end on our terms, not when y'all say it's done. Whew, that was exciting. It was very exciting. It really was. June 16th, 2022. And, and ironically, June 16th is, is also the day in which they won their first championship back in 2015. It's kind of all come full circle. Uh, not saying that 2022 is the last championship because it is not. We are coming back once again, if healthy, of course, in 2023 to win another title. So normally on New Year's Eve specials, and this is my fourth uh, fourth year of doing the show and because uh, I started in October of 2019, so th three years, but I've done four New Year's Eve specials back in 19, 20, and 21. But I actually got an idea on, I think it was Christmas. So, you know, just last week by my good friend Barry Grant Jr., about, hey, why don't you do on your New Year's Eve special the top 10 moments from Carving It Up of 2022? I was like, that's a great idea. How did I not come up with that? So that's what I'm going to do. So to finish the year, uh, first of all, before I even get into the, the list and the, and the clips and everything, I just want to thank everybody out there for listening. Okay, y'all support the subscribers the followers on social media, even those who just tune in for a second just to hear, you know, some 19-year-old, uh, you know, guy talk about sports. Can't tell you what, what that means to me. For you to take the time out of your day to watch or listen, it means the absolute world to me um, uh, that the, the my show means that much uh, to you guys. So thank you so much. Thank you for your amazing support. And so hopefully this can be a treat for for those who, who, who do enjoy the show, either longtime listeners or viewers or those who just now got interested in the show. We welcome you here, and we thank you to those who have supported for the longest time. Uh, and hopefully this could be like sort of our uh, year-end gift to you guys. The best moments of carving it up in 2022. Uh, do we have it? Okay, here we go. So my number 10 moment of 2022 on carving it up is my MVP rant on Nikola Jokic winning back-to-back -back NBA titles. Take a little listen to, uh, to my spirited rant. Jokic loses his second-best player, does nothing in the postseason. There was a time, by the way, in that series that Jokic had the worst plus-minus on the Denver Nuggets. Wasn't Aaron Gordon. Wasn't DeMarcus Cousins. Wasn't Austin Rivers. Jokic. MVP. Most valuable player. 
There was a time in the series he had the worst plus minus. That doesn't that doesn't make sense. How does that work? It doesn't. He never has been the MVP. The fact that he is on a list of literally the fifth, like the 15 greatest players ever. Some of the 15 greatest players ever. Jordan, LeBron, Kareem, Magic, Tim Duncan, Bird, Russell, Wilt, Steph, Giannis, Moses Malone. I mean, what are we doing here, guys? It's a joke. As far as I'm concerned, it is an absolute travesty and a crime, a basketball crime committed by the NBA media. And they should be ashamed of themselves, in my opinion. And if you ask me if I feel any differently now than I did back on May 9th, I feel absolutely no differently. And now the fact that I'm hearing once again, hey, you might want to give Nicole Jokic a third straight MVP. It's like, oh, come on. That hasn't been done since Larry Bird. And you're going to do it for Nikola Jokic. You wouldn't do it for LeBron James or Michael Jordan, but you'd do it for Nikola Jokic. Listen, he's a great player. He's a top five player in the NBA. He's the best all-around center that we have seen since the great Wilt Chamberlain. There is no question about it. But for, for Nikola Jokic, I didn't think he deserved the first one back in 2021. But for him to join a list, as I talked about in that rant on that show, uh, for him to join a list of guys who went back-to-back MVPs, Russell, Wilt, Kareem, Magic, Bird, Moses Malone, Jordan, uh, who else did it? Uh, Tim Duncan, LeBron, Steph, Giannis. Uh, now, Steve Nash did. I think I think Steve Nash deserved either of his MVPs either. But the analytic-driven media, it, it's it's truly it's it's. I, I you know what? I'm going to move on to number nine, okay? Because I'm I'm going to get I'm going to get real mad about this, okay? My Nikola Jokic MVP rant is my number uh number ten moment of 2022 on carving it up live. My number nine moment of 2022 on carving it up live. It's another rant. Don't worry. I think this this, this is our last rant uh, of this list. It is when Barry Bonds failed to once again make the Hall of Fame, and uh, safe to say I was not happy about it. The writers for this are an absolute joke. The fact that, and I, and I get the people out there who say, well, you know, you, you got baseball and they're trying to uh, preserve this sort of, I guess, quote unquote, gentleman sort of, I don't know what. But no sport has more skeletons in their closet than Major League Baseball. Some ain't even in the closet. Some are out the closet, right? All the cheating scandals. And they dealt with racism worse than any sport in the 20th century. But we must have integrity. Stop. Stop. It's a museum. This is where people are going to go to Cooperstown to learn more about the greatest players in the history of the sport. That's what Hall of Fames are for. What do we talk about when a great player retires or a former great player retires. Are they a Hall of Famer? And what's the number one question that always comes up in response? Well, can you tell the story of the game without them? I don't think I need to say anything beyond that, but yeah. The all-time home runs leader, the all-time Cy Young Awards winner, and the all-time hits leader. leader. None of them are in the Hall of Fame. 
two for steroid reasons, to which I say, then why are you letting guys? And I, you guys know I love Big Poppy. Big Poppy, David Ortiz, is the reason I'm a Red Sox fan. But how's Big Poppy in the Hall of Fame and A-Rod isn't? How's Pudge Rodriguez in and uh, Barry Bonds isn't? Like, can we can we have an honest discussion? And the fact that Pete Rose is still out of the Hall of Fame due to what? Uh, uh, you know, situations with his uh, gambling past. He gambled when he was a manager. Is, is this really what we're doing now? Really? It's, it, it's, it's, it's disgusting. It really is. My rant in the Baseball Hall of Fame on Cooperstown is my number nine moment of 2022. Don't worry, that's the last of our rants. My number eight moment of 2022 on Carving It Up, it is something that I had the absolute pleasure of doing a blast doing with my man Isaac Lawson, the Carving It Up U.S. President's Edition, the 10-part series in which I, along with Isaac, broke down all every single one of the 46 presidents, technically 45 men, as I always say, Grover Cleveland served twice uh, as the 22nd and 24th president. But nevertheless, the 46 presidents of the United States of America and, and going through the complexity of, of them as people. Uh, and at the end of the show, as you're about to hear uh, the criteria that we gave, uh, episode 10, we ranked our presidents. Like the criteria of ranking presidents, basically the way I did it, and I, I kind of gave a little teaser about this. I think I think it was when we were talking about Ronald Reagan a couple episodes ago. Basically, I said, you know, where was the country when you came into office and where was it when you left and how much of an impact did you have on that? Mm -hmm. uh, because in some cases, maybe the president doesn't have a ton of, uh, of influence on the changing, whether it be the changing of the times and technology and, uh, you know, whether or not they have the majority in, in Congress. Like, there's a lot of different factors that go in besides just, you know, the president going in there and doing whatever we, he wants. Obviously, we know mm -hmm. that's not how it works. Uh, but sort of your criteria, like how did you – what sort of was your thought process when you made your list? Yeah, I had – there were a couple things that I, I tried to take into account. Um, I, I won't lie, and I'll, I'll be honest with some of them. There are a few of them that I probably put higher than I should have just because I like them. But um, for the most part, the things that I was trying to consider was how many things that they set out to do were they able to complete? Um, were How did the American people uh, in the immediate aftermath or even now, like looking back, are, are they generally viewed as kind of successful in a positive or negative light? And then um, the last one that I used was what kind of um, extraordinary circumstances played into their presidency and how did they respond to them? Like I said, it was an absolute pleasure to do with Isaac, who is, listen, I, I have, as, as I said on the show, and, and I know this surprised a lot of people, I've been studying presidents longer than I've been watching sports. Uh, and so this is something that I, I, I enjoy doing occasionally in my spare time. I do not hold a candle. To Isaac Laws. And I mean, I'm not just saying that. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. The dude has has me, you know, in circles on, on, on politics, on presidential history, on, on government, on everything. So hats off to Isaac. Shout out to him. And I enjoyed every second of that series. If if you want to go back and listen to it, I've got the playlist on, on my Carving It Up YouTube channel. So listen, if you want to get a little bit of history for a little presidential history, we got a 10-part series for you. And you got a rankings list at the end of, of the of ranking all the presidents, our personal lists uh, on episode 10. So be sure to check that out. The Carving Up U.S. President's Edition was my number eight moment this year uh, of Carving Up Live in 2022. My number seven moment of 2022 is the worst prediction that I have ever made in the history of this show. Predicting the Denver Broncos to come out of the AFC and the Los Angeles Rams to come out of the NFC and the Denver Broncos to win the Super Bowl. Let's take a listen. The winner, should this matchup occur, in Super Bowl 57, in my view, will be...
A fourth title coming to Denver, Colorado. Russell Wilson becomes the third consecutive quarterback to come to a new team and win the Super Bowl year one. Tom Brady did it. Matthew Stafford did it. And I think my man out of Wisconsin, Russell Wilson, will lead the Denver Broncos to a Super Bowl title. Rams will get back to the Super Bowl, but they will fall at the hands of the Denver Broncos. And if you think I'm crazy, you very well could be right. Broncos country, let's ride. I'll never forgive myself for that pick as long as I live. I'll never forgive myself for that. And the fact that on Christmas Day in front of a national audience that we had to see those two teams on display, the fact that Russell Wilson, I've never been more wrong on a pick than this. I've never been more wrong on an athlete than Russell Wilson. Uh, Joe Burrow's up there, but I wasn't as wrong on Joe as I was about Russell. Because some of the concerns I had about Joe coming to the NFL had to do with the Bengals. And some of those actually came to fruition. So I was at least partially right on certain things about Joe Burrow, there's nothing I got right about this pick. Absolutely nothing. So next year, shout out to Ryan Flowers. He's back-to-back years, 21 and 22. He's come on and done the the NFL preview show uh, with me. Love Ryan. Love Clutch Sports Talk. Go check that out on The Grid and on Ryan's YouTube channel, Clutch Sports Talk. But for him to sit through that, thank you, Ryan. Um, Next year when I do the show with my man, I am going to be way, way more conservative which I guess the Rams, I don't think that was all that outlandish. They were the champs for crying out loud. But I'm going to play this as conservative as possible. I, whoever Vegas thinks going to the Super Bowl, I'm probably just going to go with Vegas, okay? Because they they know a, a thing or two about this whole situation. My prediction of the Broncos beating the Rams in this year's Super Bowl before the season started is my number seven moment of 2022. Moving to my number six moment. Oh, this is a good one. This just happened a few weeks ago. I want to bet over my man Barry Grant Jr., the All Even Podcast. And he had to come on my show and speak in a Southern accent about his USC Trojans, excuse me, missing the college football playoff. Enjoy. Take a listen. I am in pain. I can tell you right now I'm in pain. My Trojans had a great year. Great year. A lot of good stuff that happened. However, you lose to the Utes. Now, I just want to know what the heck is a Ute? What is a Ute? We've beaten everybody else in the Pac-12 except for Utah. And what bothers me about this is that I was this close, Bryce. This close. This close. So for me, today, it just, it's very painful. Very very, very painful. You know, I had to go check my oil in the car today. Um, and the guy asked me why I look so sad. And I said, I lost the bet. I lost the big bet. I got to pay that debt with this bet. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Bryson, you, you are the man today. You get... Southern Sauce, Barry Grant Jr. on your show. You know, he may make a, make an appearance every once in a while. But today, Southern Sauce is here. Oh, gosh. I, I listen to that at least three times a day. That is, oh, my goodness. I'm so, and that's the thing. I was so close to losing the bag. And for those of you wondering, had USC made the playoff, I would have had to, for the second time this year, because uh, I lost a bet earlier this year to Barry, I would have had to speak in a, uh, I'm sorry, a New York accent. Barry's obviously from Queens, New York. 
And uh, it would have been good. It would have been better than last time because I've worked on it since. I'm not going to practice on my show. I'm not going to use it unless I absolutely have to because it is still not great. But to have to have him do that, hats off to Barry. Or, uh, you know, shout out to him for coming on the show, living up to the bet because it was it was it was amazing. It was beautiful. Shout out to Barry for uh, for for being a, a man. Uh, uh, Patrick Brown is talking about the Broncos Chiefs pick. He said, you'll never forgive yourself for this one. Nope. Nope. I will never forgive myself. As I said, on the show, there's 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 never. And he said, uh, loved how you ended with Broncos country. Let's ride. Mm hmm. Uh huh. This is, I, I don't I want to talk about that, Patrick. <laughs> What's all about that? Uh, that yeah, the Broncos Rams thing. That was number seven. Barry Grant Jr. speaking in a Southern accent after losing a bet to me was my number six moment of 2022 on carving it up. We're now into the top five, and we're now moving to a bet that I lost. It was to none other than my little sister. Well, just take a listen. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Carving It Up Live. We're on Facebook. We're on YouTube. We're also on Twitter. I have a very unconventional look for the show today. You may be wondering why I have a block of foam dairy on my head. It's because I lost a bet to a Packer fan who happens to be sitting right in front of me. So my sister's a big Packers fan. She bet that the Packers, who had lost five consecutive games up to this point, would beat the Dallas Cowboys at Lambeau Field. That is exactly what happened by a final score of 31 to 28 in OT. And I had to wear that stupid cheese on my head because I because I got greedy on the bet. Because Green Bay lost five games to that point, as I as you heard me say in the, the clip. I was like, come on, my, my man Dak, we, we can we can do this. We can beat Green Bay. Slambo. Last time Dak went to Lambo, he annihilated Aaron Rodgers six years ago in his rookie season. And Dak wasn't bad. He, he was fine. Put up 28 points. But to, to sit in that room that we were watching the game in, and when that Mason Crosby kick went through the uprights, for her to grab that stupid piece of cheese and place it atop my skull. Hmm. Mm, mm, that still hurts. That still hurts. The, the humiliation level that week. And, and by the way, too, it wasn't even comfortable. Okay, the, the cheese was, was so uncomfortable. It was like itchy on my head. It was kind of shallow. I could, couldn't really place on my head like a normal hat. It was, it was terrible. It was terrible. Oh, my goodness. I, I'm going to be very careful about making bets with, with, with her from now on because that, that, was, that was not good. That was not a good week for carving it up. Uh, uh, Patrick Brown talking about the uh, – the Southern Sauce. He said, Southern Sauce Barry. Now, this was epic. He was a great sport with this bet. Indeed, he was. Hats off to Barry uh, for doing that. Um, but, yeah, won that bet over Barry. Lost that bet over my sis- against my sister. Yeah. You win and you lose. That's 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 what's great about sports, man. You, you win some and you lose some. And I lost. And I lost big. Because the initial bet was I was going to wear it just that Monday. Nope, I had to wear it for the whole freaking week because I got too aggressive. That's why I got that segment. Every week on my show, it's it's I haven't been doing particularly well in this segment, but that's that's why I referred to it as Would I have betting man. If I were a betting man. Like it's, it's if. I don't bet money, I bet pride. I bet, you know, 
get a good laugh in there. And so hopefully for the Carving It Up fans, you enjoyed my, my misery there. My number four moment of 2022 on Carving It Up Live. I genuinely enjoyed this one. Robin Schreiber, if you don't know who that is, the dance cam mom from the Golden State Warriors. You see her with the, the sweater and everything, dancing on the Jumbotron. She joined the show about a month after the Warriors won the championship. And uh, here's a little bit of what she had to say. Take a listen. But the three of them have been on the team for, what, over 10 years. Mm -hmm. They're actually friends. You can feel that they like each other. I think that's part of the success of the Warriors is they they get along. They like each other. Um, there's that camaraderie, and that that goes a long way uh, to winning a sports championship. But um, uh, you know, Steph, when you meet him in real life, he is, has such a youthful vibe, and almost like you know, like almost like he's still in high school. That enthusiasm. Uh, if you've ever watched, you know, the difference between a high school, college, and professional basketball. A big difference in as far as enthusiasm from the players. These are professional sure. players. They're used to winning. They're used to losing. But uh, Steph still has that, you know, almost like, and he, he's a showman. He does his little movements. He does his little uh, shimmy and the one, two, three in this season, he's sleeping. And <laughs> so uh, Draymond is not quite as animated, but he's fiery. He's, he's a pistol. And Clay, I saw a different side of Clay this time. I think he's just so excited to be back. I, 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 I thought he was going to bring his dog on the court, Rocky. <laughs> It was, it was great having her on the show. It, it really was, and she's obviously welcome to come on anytime. Uh, she's become a good friend of mine. Um, yeah, Robin Shriver, shout out to her. Uh, being able to have her on the show to talk Warriors. I mean, she, she's the first Warriors fan I've had on this show. There's not that. I mean, Dub Nation's big. Make no mistake about it. And they travel well, uh, as I found out when I, when I went to their game in Charlotte earlier this year. But listen, the, the loyalty, that, that's, that's what I love about Dub Nation, is fans like Robin, fans like those in the Bay Area, who were there for the dog days. Again, there was a 40-year championship gap, 1975 to 2015, that the Warriors did not win a, a single NBA championship. Forget, didn't even make the finals uh, in that 40-year span. And so for uh, for that fan base um, to suffer through all that, still show up. It's like, Dub Nation reminds me a little bit of Bill's Mafia. Like, I think there's a lot now, obviously, Dub Nation hasn't had to sit in, like, frigid temperatures because it's indoors it's in, in an NBA arena, but still suffering through some horrible basketball. Some occasional flashes here and there, right? You had the 90, uh, early 90s um, uh, run TMC. You had We Believe back in 27, or 2007, but it's a reward for Dub Nation. And I'm, I'm not talking about myself here. I'm a Warriors fan. I, I became a fan around 2013 after their first, uh, first time they made the playoffs since We Believe. But for that fan base that has been around for so long, to suffer through so much horrible basketball, to now being rewarded with four titles in eight years and being rewarded with the greatest warrior ever and one of the ten greatest players ever uh, in the history of the NBA, Steph Curry, and, and obviously the, the guys around him, Clay, Draymond, Iguodala, KD before that, Wiggins this year. Like, it's, it's, it's amazing. So hats off to Robin Schreiber. Hats off to Dub Nation. Robin coming on the show is my number four moment on Carving It Up Live in 2022. My number three moment, again, once again, had a blast doing this. The second year we got to do, do this, myself, Mike Guido, Barry Grant Jr., doing the 2022 NBA Draft Live Reaction Show. Here's a couple of clips from it. We had an absolute blast. Take a listen. It's Paolo. Wow. wow. Holy moly. Wow. Paolo okay, so Bancaro goes number one. Barry we got a shocker Grant. right off the bat. 
Oh, the defending world champion Golden State Warriors are about to make their selection. Chimes came in perfectly right there. Great timing, Bryson. Patrick Baldwin Jr. <laughs> okay. Oh, my goodness. They are so good at this. Uh, John John's already trolled me again. He says, my boy look 11 after the shave. Get get out of here. Listen, I, I didn't want to say anything. I didn't want to bring it up, babe. But, you know, it's just. <laughs> I think it looks good. You, you I think look, this you is look, why you, this is you look guys. You look clean, man. You look clean. You look a little like a SoundCloud rapper. But, you know, <laughs> you know I think it looks good, Bryson. I really do. A SoundCloud rapper. Come on, Mike. That was a good joke, though. He, he caught me off guard with that one. That was that's that's one of the best jokes I've heard all year. Pats off to Mike to to Barry. Uh, definitely going to be doing the draft show once again if our schedules hopefully align in 2023. Because uh, that's five hours straight of NBA draft coverage. Mike Guido is the draft whiz, and I'm I don't use that term loosely, but the guy is he he sent us a full scouting report of every single player. Now, he tried to go perfect. His goal the last two drafts has been to that every single player that gets drafted, he scouted. He came one short this year. Of, it ended up being his Cleveland Cavaliers. It's always Cleveland, folks, screwing things up. But it was his Cleveland Cavaliers who made a selection like late in the second round, and, and Mike was just so disheartened. Uh, Barry was great. To be able to host that uh, show uh, with those two guys was absolute pleasure. You know, the, you know the two founders of the grid, and uh, hopefully we can do an NBA draft uh, show once again. Maybe we could do an NFL draft show. Uh, hopefully this coming April. I love the NFL draft, so uh, maybe we can make that happen. But uh, Mike Barry, myself doing the 2022 NBA draft live reaction show was just an absolute thrilled to do uh, with those guys. Five hours of draft coverage. That is my number three moment on carving up live of 2022. And this is where it gets fun. My number two moment of 2022 on Carving It Up Live was my reaction to my Tennessee Vols finally knocking off Alabama. I went a little wild here, but take a listen. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Hey there! How y'all doing? Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Carving It Up Live. It's presented by The Grid. We are on Facebook, we are on YouTube, and we are on Twitter. As always, I'm Bryson Carver, and I am on cloud nine, right next to Rocky Top, as far as I'm concerned, because for the first time since 2006, my University of Tennessee volunteers have defeated the Alabama Crimson Tide did it by a final score of 52 to 49. Oh my goodness. This feels good. It did feel good, and it still feels good to beat Alabama first time in 15 years, uh, to do so in the fashion that we did on a walk-off field goal. Uh, it, was, it was an ugly kick, as you guys saw. On my, it was my number two moment, my number two moment in sports in 2022. My reaction is my number two moment on carving it up this year. Uh, excuse me. That that show, I was unfortunately not able to go live that day because I had school and work and whatnot. But I did that show. Uh, you know, it was probably 6:30, 7 a.m., and I still, I still that had that leftover energy from Saturday night. It was, it was so awesome uh, to celebrate. Uh, the, you know, the way that we did as Vol Nation and. Uh, Obviously, last night we just concluded one of the better seasons in in, in Tennessee history, right? At one point we were uh, had the number we were the number one team in the country, 
finishing 11 and two, winning the Orange Bowl convincingly over Clemson, being three of the last four national champions uh, this season in Alabama, LSU, and Clemson last night. Uh, just a a remarkable moment uh, to be a Tennessee fan, without a question. So, my reaction to my Vols beating Alabama for the first time since 06 was my number two moment of 2022 on Carving Up Live. And it's now time for the number one moment of Carving It Up Live in 2022. I think it's fairly obvious. Just take a listen. there how you doing welcome to the warriors 2022 championship celebration i am the host of this celebration my name is bryson carver and we'll be here for the next i don't know how long but uh you may have heard uh the golden state warriors my golden state warriors are your 2022 National Basketball Association champions for the fourth time in the last eight seasons. No, the dynasty is not done. Yes, we still here. What are they going to say now? What are they going to say now? I, I'm still I'm still asked that question today on New Year's Eve. I, I still don't understand. But uh, yeah, to... to, to to celebrate the next day, I, like I said earlier on the show, that was my favorite moment that I've ever done on Carving Up Live was the, the, the show after the Warriors won the title and it happened to be the very next day on that Friday to go into the weekend uh, with a bang. Uh, it was, gosh. Uh, to to have, obviously, I had Barry on there. I had uh, John Rivera on there on the show. Man, the the, the celebration, the elation. I, I had not... I, I took a nap earlier that day, probably between... I'd say like 11 and 1230, something like that. Like I took a, like a short nap just to get a little bit of, of, uh, of, you know, recharge my batteries a little bit, but that energy was coming straight off of the past 24 hours. Okay. Like I was, I was like the energizer bunny that day. It was, I, I can't even describe to you the feeling. I mean, obviously I'm sure a lot of you out there know what it's like to have your team win a championship. And it's obviously it's, it's, it's the best feeling in the world for those that haven't feel it, felt it. I hope you do feel it someday, unless you're in Philadelphia, of course, but and Cleveland, by the way. But in terms of just everybody writing your team off, and then I, I talked about my worst prediction in the history of my show was the Bronco saying the Broncos would beat the Rams in this year's Super Bowl. One of the best I made on my show was back last year on, I had John Rivera on that one as well, the in, uh, NBA season preview. I predicted my Warriors would win the 2022 NBA title. And what the heck happened, folks? Man, that was a great feeling. It was an amazing celebration, and I enjoyed every last second of that hour-and-a-half show that day. So, my reaction to my Warriors winning the 2022 NBA championship is in my number one moment on Carving Up Live in 2022. And that is all we got for the show, folks. And that is all we got for 2022. That is all the time we have for today's show. 
Appreciate everybody stopping by. A little bit of a weird show, right? It's a Saturday. It's noon. So those who could stop by, appreciate it. Those who are listening to the show on podcast or watching after the fact on YouTube, we appreciate y'all as well. Uh, listen, this is going to be a great, great new year. I have a great feeling about it. Again, my word going into this year is intentionality. So I encourage everybody out there to, to find your word, to find sort of the mantra, mantra that you're going to try and live by this upcoming year, these upcoming 365 days. And, uh, you know, wish y'all the absolute best. By the before we get out of here also, uh, be sure to uh, catch Carving Up Live Monday. Back to our regularly scheduled programming, if you will. Monday live at 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific time. Facebook Live, YouTube, Twitter. Also be sure to like, share, comment, and take two seconds out of your day. Hit that big red subscribe button over there. It'll help the show grow exponentially. We appreciate everybody who has subscribed and will continue to subscribe. Uh, please do so. Also, uh, be sure to uh, catch Carving Up on The Grid. There's G-R-Y-D, The Grid Podcast Network. Let's get the logo up here on for the stream. There it is. There it is, The Grid Network, which I'm a part of, which I talked about earlier in the show, uh, being able to join this September along with my guys, Patrick Brown. You saw him in the comments today, the Chaotic Sports Podcast. You got Barry Grant Jr. of the All Even Podcast, Ryan Flowers of Clutch Sports Talk. You've got the Cowboys Cam Fan Podcast. you got Alfred Parsar Jr. of the Rocket Fuel Jets Podcast. Amazing creators on the grid who had an amazing year and are going to continue to do amazing things both individually and with their shows in the future. So catch my show there on YouTube. Subscribe, like, share, comment, subscribe to The Grid on YouTube. That is also where you can listen to my show as well as the other shows of those amazing creators on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and wherever you listen to your podcast on The Grid networks where you can catch us so for the last time in 2022 have a great weekend everybody happy new year continue to stay safe out there please continue to take care of your physical and mental health god bless you all peace out now i don't know if i'll be able to stay up for this this ball drop i, I don't know Thanks so much for watching the show on YouTube. Be sure to click that big red subscribe button and go check out the other clips and full shows of Carving It Up Live. Have a blessed day. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.